0: When Mom got pregnant, I was excited. Being an only child could get lonely, and I'd always envied my friends who had siblings. I didn't think ten years was that much difference, really. I thought Marin would look up to me, and I could teach her all kinds of things and be like her hero or something. But what I hadn't banked on was that there would be a lot of years where she would be a baby. The baby. The center of everything. And even though I knew I was that once, too, It still sucked when it was her turn. Which made me feel like a jerk. What kind of horrible person resented her little sister for something she couldn't even control? After I got the laundry started, I went into the kitchen and pulled out the hamburger meat and a skillet. I crumbled the burger into the skillet and turned on the stove, then wandered back toward the living room to watch some more TV while I waited for the meat to start cooking. On the way, I grabbed my backpack off the kitchen table, dug my reading homework out of it, Hand, hand, ladies and gentlemen,' and carried it to the couch with me. But as I turned on the lamp next to the couch and sat down, the TV station switched to the news, a meteorologist standing in front of a giant map with a radar image on it, a bright red patch moving across the screen in jumps and fits. I picked up my book and started reading, waiting for him to finish talking and get back to the show. seemed like every time a raindrop or snowflake fell anywhere near Elizabeth, the weather forecasters acted like the end of the world was coming. I read, tuning in and out of what he was saying, catching bits and pieces. System that is producing tornadoes in Clay County is moving east at approximately. Seems to be picking up speed. Had two reported touchdowns. Headed toward? We'll hit Elizabeth at 5.16. I heard the meat start to sizzle in the kitchen and put down my book. Rain or shine, we still had to eat. As soon as I picked up the spatula, the siren started. I paused, my hand in the air, and listened. One of the sirens was in a field behind my old elementary school, two blocks away from our house, so it was loud. When I was a kid, the tornado sirens used to freak me out. They used to freak all of us out. And the teachers were always having to tell us to calm down. Kids would be crying, holding their palms over their ears and asking for their moms. And the teachers would be standing at the front of the room with their hands up in the air, shouting to be heard over us and the sirens, reminding us that they were only monthly tests and there was no emergency. By fifth grade, we were all cool about it. Oh, it's the tornado sirens. No big deal. And by middle school, we barely even noticed the sirens at all. I leaned back and glanced into the living room, where the meteorologist was still standing in front of the Doppler photo, still pointing and talking, a sheaf of papers in his right hand. I sighed, looking back at the half-cooked meat. I didn't want to turn it off only to have it be another false alarm and have dinner ruined and Mom pissed. But technically, we were under a tornado warning, And even though there was a warning about every third week in Elizabeth, we were supposed to take it seriously each time and go downstairs. Hardly anyone ever did, though. Midwest weather was crazy, after all, and half the time too crazy to really predict. We'd all learned to ignore the warnings. Most of them never turned out to be anything anyway. I moved over to the kitchen sink and peered out the window. I could see wind pushing the swings on our neighbor's swing set. The rings danced merrily, and the slide quivered. Colby, who'd lived next door to me since we were toddlers, was standing outside on his back porch, hands in his pockets, gazing up into the sky. His hair whipping around so that I could see his scalp with each gust. Colby always did this when the weather turned bad. A lot of people did, actually. They wanted the chance to see a funnel cloud for themselves, should one ever appear. I reached up and knocked on the window. He didn't hear me. I knocked again, louder, and he turned, pulled a hand out of his pocket, and waved. I waved back. He was peering out over Church Street, where plenty of cars were creeping along with their headlights on. Rush hour was starting and everyone was coming home, like normal. It wasn't even raining. I went back to the stove, still holding the spatula, and decided to wait until it started to rain or do something more serious than just look nasty. But I had no more than touched the meat.